Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester, your tour guide for the program. We have a full docket for the show, so let's get started. To add your voice to the conversation, be it share an opinion, ask a question, or even suggest a topic idea for future consideration, call a text to Tech Mobility Hotline at number 872-222-9793 or email the show, talk at techmobility.show. That's talk at techmobility.show. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, I want to talk about a new twist on automated vehicles. It's not what you think. We spent a lot of time here talking about the coming fully automated private vehicles. And we've also shared the fact that because of the complexity of just driving from point A to point B with all the factors they've got to work in in order for this vehicle to function and considering everything and to be safe on top of all of that, it's not going to be as close as we thought, at least not in the wild, not the way they planned. I mean, to take a step back a minute, we were talking even as early as, as 2018, GM had this service called Maven. And Maven was supposed to be the first autonomous ride-hailing taxi service. Well, we all know what happened. It didn't happen. And they were one of several who had predicted that autonomous vehicles would hit the ground running about four or five years ago. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Um, in fact, a number of AI companies looking at autonomous vehicles have actually went bust. Uh, because they found it was going to be way more difficult, need much more money, and may still be another 10 years away from fully going at it. And if you're an autonomous vehicle company that didn't pivot to over-the-road big rig trucks, then chances are you're not in business today. Because honestly, that's where that is going for the future. You're going to see before you see anything, you will see autonomous commercial applications, and one of those would be big rig trucks. However, from Electronic Design Magazine, partners turn focus to level four automated valet parking, because that's what you need, right? Automated valet parking. Let's put valet parking people out of work. Following their collaboration for advanced driver assistance system, domain controllers, sensors, and software for parking maneuvering, <laughs> these two folks, BMW and Valeo will join forces on the development of next generation autonomous valet parking. Let that sink in a minute. Autonomous valet parking. Because, you know, that's a problem that needs to be solved, of course, right? Automated valet parking, and they even got initials for it, AVP, offers drivers and passengers a fully automated and driverless parking experience. At the drop-off zone, the driver leaves the car and the vehicle takes over tasks such as autonomously finding a parking spot and performing the necessary maneuvers for parking in and out. It can also drive back to the pickup zone to return the vehicle back to the driver. Let me be clear here. The only advantage this has is for the parking garage or the parking lot operator because they want to squeeze every last foot out of the real estate they have. And by being able to park vehicles closer, because now you don't need a driver to actually have room to open a door, get in, pull out, you can gain six, seven feet a parking spot laterally. You add that up, 10, 15, 20 parking spots, and you've got some serious real estate. You get 100 parking spots, you got some real real estate. Autonomously, though. And I got questions. I, I always have questions. But okay. According 
to the draft of an upcoming ISO standard. Under the auspices of ISO TC204, AVP solutions will be clustered into two main categories. They're actually going to get an ISO standard, an international standard for this? Okay. Type 1 and Type 2 systems. For Type 1 system, the necessary technologies, including all sensors, computing units, and algorithms, run on the vehicle. Meaning that the vehicle is going to have to be equipped with next level sensors and computer software and etc. to even be able to do this. For a Type 2 system, the required technologies, again, sensors and the AVP management system, are installed in the infrastructure itself, that's parking facility, and the vehicle is controlled by the infrastructure. What could possibly go wrong, right? To develop an AVP system, VNW and Vallejo are taking their long-existing relationship to the next level. Last year, the company partnered on an advanced driver assistance system, like I said, domain controllers, sensors, and software for parking and maneuvering, which is scheduled to appear on BMW's upcoming platform called New Class. Think about this for a minute. BMW is already laying the groundwork for a variety of their vehicles coming to market that will have the ability to self-park. And I wonder aloud, because we've talked about Audi, I'm sorry, Hyundai and Kia and Genesis self-park or what they call smart park system, which for several feet has the ability to park into a spot or back out of a spot. Now, the driver has to have the key phobe in proximity, but you would get out of it. And for a tight spot, rather than have to ding your door or get damaged or whatever, you could roll the vehicle in or bring the vehicle out. And I wonder if their system would be compatible with what BMW and Vallejo might be doing. It's a question. And more importantly, because this is the way it's going these days, all these systems, as you approach autonomous or semi-autonomous or geofenced autonomous systems, are built on the existing systems in the vehicles today. That means your existing advanced driver assistance systems like lane mitigation and lane change mitigation and front and rear sensors and you know automatic braking, forward automatic braking, rear automatic braking, things like that nature are all these new systems add to what's already there. So it's not replacing anything, they're adding to it, which also, by the way, adds to the complexity, which means if these things go bonkers, how nasty will that be? And what kind of self-diagnostics will they have long before it does get ugly? Just wondering. So the two firms have signed this agreement of what they call next-generation parking user experience for customers on private grounds and parking facilities. Ranging from the automated maneuver assistant to level four automated valet parking, all functions will be based on technologies and sensors in the car as of the AVB type one. The infrastructure-based services we talked about type two will also be jointly developed so users can fully experience automated parking and charging in enabled public parking facilities. And that leads me to wonder, does the vehicle, in order to encounter a type two system, have to have the type one system as well? Or is the type two system powerful enough to build on or otherwise take over from the automated driver assistance systems that are already in the vehicle? And if so, is this just new vehicles? Does it go back a few years? Where's the cutoff line? So that's a question, because this could be really cool on one hand, it could be really scary in another. 
The co-development of these automated parking solutions will involve more than 100 R&D specialists from both companies over the duration of the collaboration. The software functions are based on the current automated parking software stack first launched with the BMW iX two years ago. So that kind of answers the question that you're going to have to start there. The question is, now that BMW is working on it, is this the type of um, software that they may license to other automakers? Could we possibly see this happen in maybe other upscale vehicles like a Mercedes or an Audi or, you know, a Cadillac or a Lexus? Hard to say. I could see this becoming a luxury item, even if autonomous vehicles don't happen for a while. I could see where special applications like this could be a thing, particularly based on the level of complexity and sophistication that are being built into today's vehicles. And it's only going to increase, by the way. Even if we never get to autonomy with going to electric vehicles, that sophistication will continue to increase and get bigger. So this co-development and deployment of these solutions will permit level four driverless operations in BMW's upcoming series production vehicles. Okay. They said that this cooperation will leverage their know-how and technologies such as advanced AI-based computer vision algorithms and enable the company to extend its portfolio to level four functions as well as the cloud services. When you say cloud services, they want to sell it to you, <laughs> which means it is a service for a fee, which means it won't necessarily be built into the car, but you're going to have to pay to turn it on by the sounds of this. And then I wonder what it's going to cost the uh, private companies because uh, they're talking about putting it in the infrastructure and who's be willing to make that kind of investment. You're listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. The 
these days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.